Hellcast. For Reaper Metal Productions, this is Hellcast, the only show gonna half-ass itself and it's gonna rehash some of the other stuff that we've been talking about. And we can't do that without J Dog here welcoming back because. Last week, hopefully you remember Soul Grinder Zine. Hopefully you remember tuning into this channel and there's the King Folly interview, Slasher Dave, and all this other stuff that's been going on here because then it's going to make this episode a lot easier to follow. And if that hasn't been the case for you, well, then you got a lot of catching up to do. So go ahead and click all those links and stuff to go ahead and do it and uh, find that stuff out. Because if you remember Cruel Bomb, you remember Soul Grinder, because oh, the, was good too. I, I gave it a listen. The car, yeah, yeah, it was good stuff. Did uh, you listen to the whole album? Whole album, yeah, twice, twice. Well, because you know, it just kind of repeats in the car, yeah. And I just, I just let it rip. Okay. I mean, it reminds me of I don't want to like. Uh, I, to me, it kind of reminds me of like municipal waste, SOD, Anthrax stuff. Which in general, I'm not like a huge fan of that stuff. Although I like SOD and Anthrax, early Anthrax a lot. Um, but municipal waste, like I for years, I just totally discredited them. And when Toxic Holocaust did a split LP with them, I finally checked them out. I was like, this is really good. Then I went back and listened to some of their past albums. I was like, I actually liked it. It's just generally speaking, that that subgenre I generally don't check out personally. But uh, but I even liked it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually a Municipal Waste fan myself even now. I don't know everything. I think I, I know like two albums and a couple splits. But everything I've heard, I've liked. And uh, But that kind of – It's in that vein I, yeah, for that sure. Vein. That's what I'm I saying. Was, yeah. I was jamming it on the way over here, and it was going to be on repeat. So I almost got to two yeah. times. I got, I got, so, I got the two because it's not very long. I think it's like nine songs. Right, right, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, very much in that kind of crossover kind of vein, yeah. uh, at least of the later era, where I wouldn't think it would be so much crossover as it would be more like uh, what they would kind of be like that speed metal movement of the yeah. 2000s yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. kind of more in that. Yeah, that's but, why it was kind of refreshing to hear from me because I don't like listen to a whole lot of that uh, stuff. Uh, you know, uh, so was, like that's I think that's probably why I liked the Municipal Waste when I heard it too, is because it's kind of a refreshing sound where it's like, oh, you like this, you know, this Anthrax type stuff that I haven't heard in a long, long time. Now, Anthrax is a good brand to bring up because it, it takes me back around that it wasn't the band that he brought up, but King Folly when we interviewed him on Into the Darkness. Check it out if you haven't seen that video. He brought up uh, somehow we got on the subject of Megadeth, Killing Is My Business. Uh-huh. And I was like, so what do you think of that record, uh, King? He's like, I actually hate that band. Yeah, he doesn't and, like my And it's the it, first, yeah. uh, Killing Is My Business is the first record that I ever took back to the store. Like, you know, like everybody's got the well, first the record is, ever taken back to the store. Uh, uh, <laughs> I heard the story years ago was uh, King said, that's how I knew he didn't like Megadeth, is he said when Peace Cells came out, he said he bought He's like, Peace Cells, but I'm not buying. <laughs> <laughs> so... I know that there is, I don't know about my first record that I've ever taken back to the store, mm-hmm. but Megadeth, I have taken back to the store. And I know that you've probably even been more into the formative years of our metal lives, a part of the uh, taking back to the store as well. Just not in the king fashion of this record sucked and, you know, I got a bad, faulty product essentially and take it back to that regard, where we more so as kids kind of had a little scam going. That Which scam you, was that? That it, the scam was this: when you got Megadeth Risk and you took it home, you're like, "Ooh!" Like everybody else did, you made sure that every time you got a CD, you carefully <laughs> slid open. This would be totally fucked. This kind of stuff. You need more of those like professional looking ones where it's got the little sides and the. Oh, sole. and you would and glue then you it can, back. Yes, you know, and then you glue I, it I back that, together I seamlessly. I, ever, I don't think I ever actually did that. Now here the the sad part was by the time I got Megadeth the crap I don't even know if I've ever heard that dude record. it sucks it's yeah. so bad that Dave Mustaine admits it's bad yeah. and so when I got that turd at least I kind of didn't buy it because I quite acquired the turd through doing that scam for a while okay and so but then that that became a wrap it up then and get something else yeah and yeah. I don't remember what else I got so it was just. I thought you were gonna for sure like like yeah 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 yeah. And remember, then you had a bunch that you were doing. I don't think I ever did that. I kind of I think Easy E created that thing. That uh, sounds scandal. like it sounds like would. something you would do. Way more sophisticated. Um, yeah, so I, I remember it, but I don't think I ever did that. And as far as uh, like it's hard, and I'm talking about yeah. I mean, for and, me, I mean, like actually, well, actually, to be honest with you, is um, not to bore everybody. And I've told the story, so I'll, I'll just give a brief oversight. Is like 
when that got built up a lot of albums they didn't like, that was a big reason why uh, America Chase started Hell's Headbangers. It was the way to get rid of a- AKA the junk. Yeah. That's what it called. So and then sell it to me, too. Sell. That was the other way. I think that was before that, though. No, I think that was before that. that was, Chase definitely. That was definitely a Chase move. Uh, it was definitely uh, a move. He put, out his, he put out his car sales move and then sell it. And once you paid him the money, ripped. Yep, yeah. Well, hey, I got and good then, albums uh, from, from that. So but, fuck uh, yeah, if that's the case. <laughs> no, but that's why we started Hell's to get rid of the junk. Yeah. The stuff that we didn't like because it's kind of like, well, we could take this up to record exchange and get 50 cents. Um, because See, that, now that's not what because, I'm yeah, talking that was about, before though. the uh, Like I said, I've said it before, and I'm sure the 12-year-olds listening, may, I'm sure they do realize, even, although someone might not. Because, yeah, you didn't have YouTube and shit. You had to buy it to hear it. Right. Okay. So that's why I need to take this back around there. Because you're saying you're taking it to like a, a, a CD store that buys secondhand stuff or buys stuff where where I've done that too. But that but they, wasn't they like just a scam. totally bend you over. Where, yeah. And yeah. And then they bend they you over. You you I'm talking about like literally tar like when and this is like yeah. when Target just when came they, around. Where it's like, stuck. man, they're strict on the policy. That's when you can actually go and like, buy bigger bands. Like yeah. If, like if like um. But like Super Kmart, that was the be- that was the easiest, dude. You could take that another, unwrapped. Well, another place that sold like you back. could get Cannibal Corpse, Mortician. And shit like that was like Best Buy back in the day. Yeah, that well, that was like the king. Like if you wanted to get some more obscure shit, they, you yeah, know, yeah. Best Buy had it. Yeah, yeah, like coconuts or uh, disconnection. Coconuts, those places were better. That was a real soul was music as opposed to Best Buy sold everything plus CDs. But yeah, Quonset Hut and yeah. coconuts and shit. Yeah, they just I think they just sold CDs and records. Now Quonset Hut, I don't know about coconuts, but Quonset Hut was definitely more of a regional thing. But but and then I'm not talking about those guys because those were in cool stores. Like we wouldn't want to rip them off. But yeah. just fucking Kmart and the corporate America places of the '90s. That was the total scam, man. Like unwrap, and then of course you're getting chancy things like the new Megadeth album of the '90s. You know what I mean? And so I might say, like, like the people, the smartasses, well, what the fuck were you buying the new Megadeth for to begin with? Well, first off, I, I was wasn't. like ten, you were, yeah, and yeah, I exactly. wasn't buying it. They, like, we're like little kids, like you uh, didn't. You gotta. St- hey, everybody's a baby. You gotta start somewhere. Oh, I, mean, I, I, didn't, and, I didn't jump on the wound, fucking fist banging the well, slaughter and call. And, and at the mean? time, like I was, just, I was admittedly excited about it. Yeah, like well, as like was said, the rest gotta, of the world. Everyone's got to start somewhere. Not only that, but you didn't like the King Follies of the world. Who I mean, that okay, so fine. Let, let's just say a King liked him until then. He didn't even know the album sucked until the album came out and you bought the fucking. Yeah, that's thing. how he found out he didn't. Because like all killing. you saw was like or heard was maybe a, an internet or not an, a, a radio it, spot. Maybe, I wasn't yeah, listening to the radio, goddamn yeah. radio yeah, at ten. Well, I mean, not I, only maybe that, it was, but before but... in King's time, which was us, you know, he was listening to stuff in the eighties and stuff, which us were like the nineties. His time was better even then because there was more. Yeah, m- yeah. So if he thought you ever notice? I mean, like, watch. Well, you did notice, but you just did not think about it. Music just got worse, 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 and worse. Oh, dude, because nah, I thought. Yeah, because I'm at, at its a, greatest. Because I'm at a point right now. It was at its overall greatest in the '80s, and don't get me wrong. Like my favorite stuff is probably late '80s, early '90s. But I'm talking about music as a whole, meaning as its yeah, greatest. Yeah, I you agree. Bought, if you bought an underground metal album in the '80s, the likelihood of it sucking was way, way less as opposed to if you bought a rental record like now. Totally. I mean, dude, that's why it's like even now when it's like Alanis Morissette. Ah, oh, I remember. Like you hear it now, you're like. Not that bad. Yeah, you go back because you're, cause you're fucking about, used to hearing the YouTube shit. Because I only like, like, like this fake I've always crap. said for years that I only like the first two Death Albums. I mean, it's pretty bad. Scream, still. Bloody Gore, <laughs> and Leprosy. But even like Spiritual Healing, I even listened to uh, not too long ago. We got the uh, reissue LPs and like Symbolic. I'm like, it's not that bad. As like, it's like it's pretty decent music. I was like, I was like, it got. I, I mean, I it's definitely still different. But when you listen to all this garbage that comes out today, or it just sounds the same, or like well, here's another grave, yay, okay, because we haven't heard that, it's kind of refreshing. I'm like, this, this compared to today's junk, this is actually pretty decent. So what's something that people love then of like not maybe so much Megadeth quality, but you know more of that classic caliber that you return to the store? I never return anything to the store, but I do remember um, uh, getting rid of uh, Death individual thought patterns. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean, I remember putting it on. I was, I haven't listened to this album for a year, and then put, a few years, put it. Like, I'm like, God, what was I thinking? This fucking sucks. See, when I think back, like, I don't really think I got rid of anything that I wanted to have gotten rid of. Like, you know, because it was just like shit you were buying, and like I remember that we talked about it on the show, and uh, the producer was uh, in that chair, not off camera as he is right now. Uh, we were talking about the uh, the Metal Meister compilation from Metal Blade. Yes, I, remember, and I, don't, I don't remember who's on there, though. I do remember. I do and I don't know how a sample of the songs wasn't that good was enough time. to me to say that I wouldn't like the bands because there were definitely ones that I just didn't. So at any rate, I just kept 
then because they were on there, then I bought the albums. <laughs> so Galactic Cowboys was one of them. Galactic Cowboys? What the fuck? I don't even think I've heard them to this day. Really? Well, I know the name, but face, I took those back to the store. I gotta, I gotta say, <laughs> dude, it was like three albums too. Because I, like I think I turned around because I got it from BMG. So you I couldn't take, me, dude, I, and then and remember that though. BMG was a scam. Yeah, yeah. BMG well, was BMG a scam. was definitely a scam, but then you couldn't do my scam of taking it back to Kmart if you got a bad. Like you couldn't take Galactic Cowboys back to Kmart, not because they didn't stock it, but especially because they had the UP their specialty BMG, BMG yeah. UPC. Like so then Kmart would be onto it. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they paid, and then it was like eighty dollars yeah. shipping or that something was like, ridiculous. No, 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 but they made you buy so many in the year. Yeah, yeah. but because I was under eighteen and signed up, there's no contract. That oh, dude, yeah, yeah. So I've like heard. BMG and Columbia House. And oh, I remember those. Neither one of them are still around, dude, are they? No, oh, fuck yeah. no. It's uh, people like yeah. him and uh, Patchmaster General yeah, put them out of business. Dude, the funny thing is, is now that I'm an adult. And you're telling me this shit. I've heard other stuff. I'm like, what a dumbass I was. I was paying for this fucking garbage to the point that I remember mom and dad making me send one back because it's like, oh, you're not going to be able to pay for this. It's like, why would I then? You know, it, I mean, and I remember being garbage anyway. Like, I, I remember the, yeah, I just remember being a ripoff in the end, whatever it was, but I don't remember. Yeah. Unless you ripped them up. Yeah. Well, I, I and I never. Plus, did. they had I, their little they little me off. Like they, they, it's almost like they manufactured themselves. Like they had. That's the what boots. I'm saying. So that you couldn't. Those already devalued. So in then a you sense. couldn't take the. Yeah, and you didn't get slipcases when you got some. Just a lot. But of, like yeah. you know, I remember getting like a, a turd of a biohazard album, and they wanted well, like sixteen bucks, and then I couldn't. Uh, you know, and it's just like. You know, and then you can't return it or then do the, the Kmart scam. She to, just told us, you couldn't give me 16 bucks to take this turd. I mean, well, at, they re, at that point, they reissued the first album. I mean, that was Which before. one was the first one? I never Some liked Biohazard. Biohazard album. Yeah, I never liked that band. And that Homeboy shit was really bad. Well, it was always Homeboy. Even the yeah. first time Homeboy? Uh, to a, uh, a different New Yorker yeah. degree. Yeah. Like, uh. Yeah, more of a hardcore, but then yeah, he's talking, but he's talking about when they were like wrapped and stuff. Either way, it doesn't fucking matter. Nobody wants to hear about that in this show. I'm just talking about I got ripped by BMG. You couldn't go to fucking Kmart and exchange it for Megadeth Risk, and it doesn't sound like you have any of those. And I thought you were going to. No, not really. I mean, most. But of you stuff- also have a shit memory. I do. Yeah, it has been getting kind of bad over the last couple <laughs> of years, but I mean, it's not as bad as Easy E's and Sea uh, Dogs, though, because those guys. Oh my God, I've never met anyone with the worst memory in my life. <laughs> but. uh yeah, it has been getting a little, uh, getting a little get, foggy. Like I said, it's get, 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 fucking geezers. You hit the thirties, you're in a geezer. Well, but, uh, no, but yeah, I, I, what I do remember is most of my stuff that I bought is uh, was from Relapse Records, Nuclear Blast, uh, Media, the Distros. So I mean, I don't think they would have put up with that crap. You know, I mean, recall. Oh, I've I've ordered a few times from Earache. But you didn't return any of them, so that because <laughs> I'm saying I don't think over. I don't think you could have pulled the fucking target on them. No, they tell you, you to eat could. shit and die. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to. Yeah, yeah that's not. But yeah. so I'm, I'm, and I'm goofing around. You wouldn't do that. And, and nobody. Plus, honestly, I didn't out. really have too many bad. I, I just kind of knew then, not to sound like the Mr. Cool guy. I mean, I remember when I first heard Metallica Load, is, is whatever I was, 10 years old, this fucking blows. I just remember, I remember, literally remember thinking this fucking sucks. I kind of Yeah, but you weren't like, the one that got fucked with it because you heard, like, Eric May right, fucked right. up. That's, That's what I'm saying. Why I'm, so, so you I know what I'm had, saying? You, so, but so, I'm saying, like, and by the time I started buying shit, <laughs> I remember I already, whoever it was, Erica Chase bought, like, Cannibal Corpse. I was already intrigued to, like, I, I, I was automatically uh, uh, attracted to the more heavy and the brutal shit. Like, it had to be, like, kind of – it just had to even look brutal. So, honestly, Megadeth Virus, whatever that album's called, I wouldn't even have been interested. I wouldn't have, like, I don't give a shit about this crap. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Well, since bad memories has been mentioned, you, Internet, have a bad memory that you don't remember everything that has especially come out in Reaper Metal Productions because that's going to be the theme in this episode. We're catching back up on shit. And there's been a, been a lot of releases, so I want to get you informative – Informed by those, and that's how we're going to spend this week's six nine seconds. And so let's cue it up here. Uh, talk about kind of more extreme and stuff. This might be up your alley, J Dog. No, let's take bomb. Yeah, well, you gave me a CDR. Here's here's six seconds of it. Yeah, well, fuck, I get the cans out. Oh shit, they're on. Yeah, they're like they're like goof metal. What's that? They're like goof metal. 
Yeah, goof model. Yeah, total. Yeah. yeah. Do you, would you I, say there's some ghoul in there though, like leanings that remind I you? Could, of? I mean, I could see it because I mean, ghoul's kind of goofy too in a sense, especially later on, especially like, uh, um, like the last two three albums. They got a little bit more. Uh, I mean, I guess they always were goofy, but not the first album is a little bit more. I guess you could call it serious. Yeah, I guess kind of the second album, Maniacs, and on is, is kind of. So you don't think a song "Satanic Sperm from Hell" is intended to be serious? No, them and like just like uh, <laughs> that band. Um, there's a few different ones, but Heretic was it Devil Cunt or? Um, oh yeah, that Cockroach band. Spur. I mean, they're a band that got better, and uh, they're that those are the ones that look goofy, the comic book look covers. Mm-hmm. Um, they're pretty good. It's 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 kind of in that where you're like it's it's fun, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's comical, you know. Well, not so comical, more just straight up metal. Here's a uh, lady. Piece. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but all the Hellcasters, they, they, they heard that of, uh, the whole thing by now, right? I don't know. That's why we're doing this. We're catching right back up. Because this is, the, this is the, the, the finale. This is the last Hellcast that'll be in this room. So, you know, we're, catching back, we're coming back around. <laughs> yeah. Somebody kicked us out of the room, huh? He's kicking us out of the room. So this not good for these pieces of shit. So we got to pay the rent somehow, and not wasn't selling enough lady piece to get. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> bullshitting you. Uh, you ever, yeah, have you heard Hell Knife? Probably not, because I don't know the set player. Well, here you go. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. I can't. It's not really reminding me of anybody, which is, I guess, is a good thing. Yeah, well, the other thing is uh, it just recently sold out, so pff, can't do it. But you can download it. You know, got to do that. See, all oh, the uh, Bandcamp downloads. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, is that is that a is that a demo or is that an album? The producer, what is oh, yeah. demo? Is it demo? Like, I mean, it might as well be by the the, is the tape their, is only their, release. Is that, their, is that their only release that they have out? Like yeah, they have nothing else. And then the Black Knife is what those guys are doing now. Why? Uh, Why? Yeah. Well, what the fuck? Hell Knife, they put out one release and they're done? That was short-lived. Pretty much. And, and then the producer got in there and said, this fucking rules, and Reaper Motion put it out. Uh, I guess. But why did they, why, why are they already done? I mean, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Didn't but it was, old, it was old by the, yeah, it didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, uh, this is a band. Yeah. But it's there, yeah. yeah it's, well, you heard it. If you like it, link's in the description. Here's uh, this band called Destructor. I've heard of, I've heard of them. Now, do you know who this is going to be yelling here? Yelling? Right here. This ain't Dave Overkill. Kind of is. <laughs> Sounds like Dave. The, the angry guy in the background. I'm going to say the dead guy? Oh. It wasn't It wasn't the exact spot I was even looking for. There was no. a specific uh, yell that I was going to see was if like, you could is identify. But, no, it was Athenor. Oh, because Athenar, does he play on that record? Yeah, he's the bald guy. But we got to switch. <laughs> yeah. What year was that album recorded? Uh, 2003, it came out. As far as it's recorded, it's a very short episode. It should be a shorter segment. Yeah, that I don't was, feel like explaining it's funny, it. <laughs> that was way before I ever knew uh, Athenar, but it's funny because Me too. I, I probably bumped paths with him. It's how I knew of him, like was him being indestructible. Yeah, I, like no, I know. I, I just knew of I like uh, Boulder. See, I didn't know, of, I didn't know or care. Um, it was just Destructor and stuff. Well, then I started finding out about Jamie Boulder and all that stuff. And I then, found out about yeah. Boulder. Yeah, I, I found out about Boulder when Midnight was already around. So yeah. it was later, but I like them. I own a few records. I think I own. I definitely yeah. own a seven inch and like two. Even or three one of them uh, has uh, Athenar, the name on it for the first time. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. So, but uh, and here's it's somebody. It's been a while since I've listened to them though, but I remember liking it. Well, here's a band then that put out called Hell Ripper that uh, really hates Midnight. Uh, hates Midnight? No, I'm joking. Yeah, I like the Ripper. I thought it was good. You heard it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of people really liked that one. That did really well. It did so well that there's a second CD pressing now. Uh, so get your copy because it's moving well. Man, they have that and, and uh, EP now, right? Just an EP and the full length? No, dude. They've got uh, they. Well, I guess they in a way, but uh, he more or less. Uh, James, uh, that's the... Sorry, James. I fucked it up. That's an EP. 
there was an album before that. Then there was a bunch of splits and stuff, and I did the compilation of a complete and total fucking mayhem. That's right, yeah, yeah. Um, and then now so he's doing... totally ripping off the mid dong. Yeah, he, yeah, admittedly. Yeah. And then uh, and then and and uh, he uh, and uh, and then now Peaceville's gonna put out their oh, next Peaceville. album. Yep, they wow. snagged him up. That's what happens. Welcome to our world. Yep. Well, hey, that, it's like the, not, that's the sign of a quality the, label. The, the pos- that's why if you don't the, have yeah. your copy, grab it. The, the uh, posers at Metal Blade snagged up uh, Midnight. Yes, they did. And the posers in uh, Midnight decided to go there. I, I don't blame them when they're waving. Which, the fucking- uh, no, I'm joking, dude. But, but uh, well, I'll get to that next. Uh, so here's a uh, because I got uh, we had a telephone t- uh, tough guy coming up. Telephone tough. Uh, guy? Yes, I'll tell you later. You might remember this band you ragged on. I ragged on? Yeah. How did I rag on? She didn't like, you didn't appreciate that that uh, rotten roll. It's just that's a carcass song, goddammit. I know. Is this rotten roll? Huh? Is this rotten roll? This song? This is Fury Road. Had to switch it up here, so appalled the last time I let you hear it. <laughs> I know we got ads there, dude. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. <laughs> it's YouTube. Hey, this is the half-assed edition. That's a hell of a lot longer than nine seconds. It's Reaper Metal Edition. (laughs) Do whatever the fuck we want. That's why you got to grab this stuff. Yeah, it sounded pretty good. See, the more, the more, see, that's the point, man. The more control you get of this shit, the more bullshit you can not have to demand of your audience. Like, you know, listening to shitty bands. Was that six nine seconds? No. Yeah, uh, I think came to a halt. I think we even had six of them this time. so see, there. What do you get? <laughs> when you have more vested interest, uh, there you get that. So six nine seconds. Links are in the descriptions. More than one description, apparently. So moving along, since the producer's not paying attention. Well, we're gonna need this for that. Um, so that's another thing. So bring it back around. It's the total thing. I'm telling you. Because uh, another thing, and this is something pretty cool, though, and I want J-Dog to kind of see some of this shit, is there's a bunch of cool VHS tapes here on the Reaper Metal channel, if you're on YouTube, because there's everywhere. ReaperMetalProductions.com particularly. Yeah, you posted and put them up there? Yeah. So, if you find yourself the Throwback Thursday Full Metal Concerts playlist, you'll be in tune with all that shit and get to be finding them as they come out weekly. And uh, I've been falling every uh, Into the Darkness with it. So, this week's been uh, Incantation. And uh, just what want to, incantation. 1991. Nice with Craig Pillard. Uh, I don't know. Is that Craig live? It's gotta be if it's 91. Or it could be. Could be. Will Craig too. played guitar. I'm fucking parched over here, guys. What well, can you be parched and listen? <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Sound funny. Yeah. Did Craig play guitar then? Yes, I believe so. Because John played guitar, obviously, and then because Will was in, because obviously Will Robert plays um, bass. Because Will was on a. Uh, as a but that's fact, not Will right there. It doesn't look like it. I can't. I can't do this. Fucking blur. You know, it's all dark and shit. I can't see shit. But that looks like Craig. Yeah. And, oh, it's um, not that bad of quality. No, no, it's good quality. It's just there's one guy in yeah, front yeah, of the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. The, the lights flashing back and forth. I'm 30 feet away. I mean, I can't, you know what I mean? Dude, the, the beginning of this show is the best, though, because it's t- uh, total. No, my favorite in-cam release is the um, Entrapment of Evil, and Will Romer sings on that. He sings, but not bass. I, yeah, I don't remember, because he plays bass and sings for Mortician, but I, I, he definitely sings on it. It's helping out in-cam, and uh, just like um, on the uh, Mortal Massacre uh, CD of Mortician, the li- some of the live shows on there, if not all of them or whatever, uh, John McAtee plays uh, some of the Mortician shows, just helping them out. They kind of help each other out. Oh, okay. But, uh, no, because Onward, Onward Will Go Golf, though, is one of my favorite death metal albums ever. But Entrapment of Evil, the 7-inch, I actually like that. That's my favorite in can uh, recording ever. Um, did uh, I just wanted to point this intro out, though, because uh, it's just one of those uh, magical things that when you watch shows that you get to hear. Remember Kanye would say that? Well, the guy, if he could talk over the part, right at the joke, I was like, did you hear it? And Justin starts talking over. Yeah, that's that, just the guy. That's what Kanye was saying. But there was a guy in the audience. That's why it was so funny, because that was the Kanye ones. line. was yeah. like, yeah, you just go up there. And it's just like, what? And then there was a guy, but there was a total guy in the audience. He didn't hear. He was like, what? <laughs> so probably as smart at the time that everybody, every death metal guy was just like, fuck you. You know, but uh, now it's pretty funny. So moving along, though, there's some pretty cool... Uh, 
like I said, there's a there's a whole damn playlist on here, and I'm not going to go through the whole damn thing. However, I know that you have a fancy for macabre, and I'm a fancy for incantation too. Yeah, not this guy. Yeah, what the fuck is this? I don't know. I, I fuck that. I don't want it to be. Uh, they a macabre. Yeah. I was going to say, when the hell did corporate death, like his hair came back? Like, he looks young, too. <laughs> but this is. Yeah, 1987. So that was right when the first EP came out. That's when the year of uh, Grim Reality yeah. came out in 87. I mean, now this is not the most amazing quality looking, but it sounds pretty damn good, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Especially with the vocals, if you can hear them. That's what's kind of telltale, is you can't ever hear the vocals. I hate that. They're too blurred in. But you're right. Yeah, listen. I mean, you can hear bass, everything. Holy shit. What's that bass? Now, the funny thing you is. See what the thing is, I'm a cop. When I first heard them, dude, I didn't even like them. Yeah. Because it's like, I think they're so fucking unique that it's almost hard to get into when you first hear them. But I fucking love them now. Like, I like every release by them. I mean, you know, like just like every band, some more than others. But I like every record a lot. Yeah, I, I, And the thing is, nobody to this day sounds like them. The closest we kind of got, there's this band called, um, they did two, like two EPs, and there's like a uh, LP CD that's out. It's called Scurvy. And the vocals oh, yeah. are uh, similar. The parts, he does some lows, and he does some like corporate death highs. Uh, and, and total just macabre worship. And that's the closest thing I can. Scurvy? Yeah, they're fantastic. There's a, there's a there's a CD LP out, and it's basically a, I think it's like a, uh oh they have a seven inch too. Scurvy was a fantastic band, awesome artwork too. It's just got that killer fucking demos looking, eighties um nineties yeah, like uh, artwork. The demo yeah the, yeah the, it was the, just black and white and yeah look really really cool. Uh, but uh, that's a that's a that's a great band. So all you folks watching, they haven't heard of band Scurvy. Check them out. They're fucking fantastic. Love them. <laughs> Uh, so and and uh, the macabre post though, because usually I try to correlate them with the uh, into the darkness guests that we have. And yeah. Sometimes I could like literally. Yeah, if you Vader. get corporate death on that, would be awesome. I I I'm always. Uh, he's a cool dude well, too. They, they uh, all, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess I, I try. Flakes I, like everyone else, but try. Well, dude, out. Flake, I hit him up, and then it was like it took two years. He finally replied to me, and he said, "I'm not doing interviews until the new album's out." And it's like, why did you even bother to write me back? Ah, no, I respect that more. I the the biggest my biggest pet peeve. Two is when years. He emails, what do you mean two years? He took. I wrote him two years ago. He just replied two years later. Yes. Oh, and then, well, that's and that weird. was his, his reply. I'm not doing interviews until the. Oh, new so you emailed out. two years ago. So you, and he just yeah. emailed you last week or so. Yes. Yeah, that's a little strange. So that's why it's just like, oh well, I'm not interviewing you at all. Yeah, that point. So sorry. I, I just at the, I didn't. I, I just I don't care who you are. If you're gonna be like that, I I don't care. I'm not promoting your band. But <laughs> I just did. <laughs> so, so that's as close as we're going to get to the cop. I mean, I don't appreciate that. They're like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, but Two every, years dude, everybody's a fucking knob nowadays, though. Yeah, but that's, that's, that, I mean, that's not even appreciating your fan, man. I just, dude, every, everything's so, fucked now. Now, somebody who did appreciate the fan, though, um, and so, like I said, though, before you, uh, is, uh, Macabre was last week, but we interviewed Slasher Dave. Yeah. And the reason why, but it was cool to throw a Macabre because you said that, uh, uh, Macabre was highly influential to uh, Acid Witch. I said that? No. Oh, Slasher Dave. Oh, did he say I was going to say? I didn't know that. Yeah. And so I thought that that was... Exactly. So I thought that was cool. Didn't I mean, say. it makes sense because... I mean, what does... I never would have guessed that, but it makes sense in the sense... Uh, when I... I mean, I, I've admittedly admitted... When I first heard the first Acid Witch, which Tannic hallucinations, I liked it but didn't like it. I'm like, it's kind of boring. Yeah. But just like Macabre, whereas I was like, it's very unique. I was like, I like it for that because it doesn't sound like anybody. Yeah, so that was kind of cool to hear that, um, and I thought you would appreciate that. And I figured if you follow the channel, it makes sense. You know, when I did Devastation, all of a sudden we posted Devastation. Did Vader, posted Vader, did Slasher Dave, don't post Acid Witch. What the fuck? Got to be reading through between the lines there. This one you didn't have to read between, uh, between the lines. Slasher like Vader? Uh, I, I didn't did, I didn't, did I, didn't, I, I didn't get that far. Well, because uh, Macabre just kind of came up on his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're, uh, oh, fuck this guy. Um Hold on. I hope I didn't put that on. Oh, yeah. We don't want that on my fucking video. <laughs> Shit. We're not using to do... See, but there you go. So skip that ad. <laughs> um, but here, this is sweet. It's live in Poland. What year is this? Looks young. 1994. Okay. Just probably right around Day Profundus came out. I don't know. You're better at Vader than me. Sounds about right about Day Profundus, Sarah. I mean, I Doc's on it. Yeah, yeah, Doc died in like early 2000s. Yeah, 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 but he's on the yeah, demo. Doc's on the demo. Yeah, one of my, why my, 
I don't know how I even said that. Yeah, he died. <laughs> I don't know. When did he die? Like 03, 04, maybe? Maybe 05, somewhere around there? Doc? Somewhere around there. Was that Moser then, I guess, on guitar? I guess that would be more of the. Yeah, is that how you say his name? Moser? Moser. Yeah, yeah. See, here's the thing. Like, doesn't that sound pretty good? Like, you know, I get it. Like, I, I, that's not like fucking yeah, official. My favorite thing in the world these days to buy is bootleg recordings. Okay. So I because thought you'd... I love that shit because reason being is because kind of like I said, you know, uh, most stuff that comes out nowadays fucking sucks or if it doesn't, I shouldn't say that. It doesn't, not that it sucks. It's just the same old, same old. <clears throat> so usually I'm really enthusiastic about the bands that I grew up and love on. Vader's one of them. So when I hear like a recording that I haven't heard, even though it's yeah. live, I like hearing it because it's, yeah. it's like this is the shit I love. And rather than hearing, okay, another band that sounds just like Grave and it's just like, okay, but you have worse songs than Grave. It's like, if I'll just go listen to fucking Grave. Yeah, well, the, I, yeah. I could, because I, I want to, well, so first off, too, uh, I, I'm bringing these back up around, too, because I want to kind of, uh, A, engage with them ourselves on the show, because it's kind of funny to dive deeper, because a lot, some of these are, these are my personal collection, so mm -hmm. I know a lot of these shows, and so that's one of the other things, now this is more comedic, and it makes for a better potential show topic than just sitting there as a fan, because there's many other things as fans that you always said, like the banter in between songs. So yeah. you hear cool shit. Uh, but then there's like, you know, early 80s ones where then you'd have like the, the guitar show off or the drum solo thing. So that's always kind of cool. That's always different. King Diamond Rehearsal fade then, to that a lot. The drum then solo there's like, like gold, like, like, and I've had a few of them queued up. I want to do it, uh, you know, kind of reference them of like just like fuck ups then. So, like, mm -hmm. you know, there's one, like, dissection live, and they're, like, uh, it's, like, John's, like, just doing a thing, like, the bass player just, like, turns back, because then the uh, drummer just does, like, he stops for a second, then he just starts blasting, and it's supposed to be totally a section. So and it's just funny, you know, you see that, you're like, what the fuck? No, you yeah, know? I so, definitely like the talking in between songs, especially when they say cool shit, not just, this next one's fucking whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I actually like when they, uh, especially if they give, like, a little bit of backstory about, like, what the song's about and shit, like, that you wouldn't have known otherwise. Um, I've always, I've always liked that. Yeah, so I mean, I'll 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 just leave it at that. That's a that's enough for this week. Um, but uh, but yeah, so if you've been if you're into that sort of thing, you can definitely expect those weekly every Thursday. Usually going to correlate with uh, Into the Darkness and then what's going on with this channel as a whole and the separate shows and all that good stuff. Uh, but I did want to bring up though on that because, like you said, you like the bootlegs and the old recordings that like here I am going like fuck yeah like the macabre in particular because like dude it looks like ass and usually then things sound just as bad but it's like sometimes you get those ones that look like yeah. total shit but then the sound visual, pretty yeah. good yeah, yeah, yeah. and so I'm like you know I'm listening like this people are gonna love this and then sure enough there's somebody on here like this sounds like shit and then somebody else comes back like, "What do you mean? This sounds amazing!" Anyone and, and that's from 1987 like that, and like, "Holy shit!" I'm like, "I'm with that guy." It's, it's some 12 year old that's listening to fucking uh, Infinite Annihilator that, we just <laughs> that wants that kind of garbage ass recording. That's that's underground recording, brah. Like, go listen to Mantis demos and all the fucking Dismember demos stuff. It's raw and it's honestly that's the way shit should sound for the most part. I mean, not studios are cool too, but uh, yeah, I gave a lot of stuff a lot of the character. Now there is. There is stuff that sounds like ass. For example, the first Mayhem demo, that is unfucking listenable You know what I mean? But um, It's Armageddon, dude. Pure fucking Armageddon, yeah. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, a, a good raw recording. As long as you can hear the vocals, you can hear everything. I was like, it's good, good to me, man. Yeah, well. You know what I mean? Uh, no, I'm a cop. Sound fantastic. That 12-year-old that, that didn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He stick to his infinite annihilator. Or rose for a funeral, whatever the fuck shit was last week. <laughs> And last week on Outboards was Deceased, Fearless Undead Machines vs. Supernatural oh, Addiction. Oh, yeah, what was he, uh, Cole? And what do you think uh, the folks were saying? Usually, they, well, I don't know, I've been fucking losing every guest I've said. Uh, like I said, my favorite was Supernatural, but I, I think people like Fearless the most. <laughs> Did they, on your end, producer? My polls, completely polar opposite. Polar opposite. Instagram. All supernatural, Facebook, all fearless. Fear, oh wow, Instagram, all supernatural. The only way to find out uh, the numbers then is how many were on each. Like, yeah, more. of course. So I don't think we had a true. Oh, you didn't count them up. So I don't think we had a true representation, but there was definitely uh, what I was because I'm all. Uh, let's be honest. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it that by the book, like sitting there. But I'm. I'm just kind of like looking. Yeah, I'm you know. It. Yeah, and supernatural, hands down, winner. Really? And to yeah. some of the reasons that we kind of said last time, but what were those reasons? That's why I got to tune into last week's episodes because this week, the album war, creator, endless pain versus pleasure to kill. No even competition. Now this is what I said exactly my answer to the 
person that suggested that we do this album more. So this is why you got to engage and, and, and take part in your album more. Um, so uh, um, I don't remember. Sorry, Dave. I believe David from Scotland. So um, either way, you can comment, and then we could consider that because that was a great one and an obvious one that should be done. Mm -hmm. And so, what is your favorite? Pleasure to kill all day, every day, without even competition. I'm with. I'm. I do so much that I won't even like wore it. <laughs> there is no. I'm not an indecisive whether or not. In my anything. opinion, the only way I think. I don't even really like endless pain all that much. I, you know what? I, I'm the same on endless pain, but every time I put it, I'm like, this oh, fuck is good album. What was I thinking? I haven't listened in a while. But by track five, I'm kind of like. I'm bored. Get kind of bored. Yeah. Get kind of bored. And and I um, think it's forever what everybody but loves. But what about. I will say this is, um, I could totally see someone being that their favorite album, like. Like Don of the Dead saying that he likes that more because he heard that first and probably like you're still 15 and it probably punched your face. Damn, that's a fucking great album. Three years later, you haven't heard Pleasure to Kill. You already know it so well. I can understand that scenario, but if some 16 year old comes on and says, No, you don't. Why? Because they're both still kind of primitive though. That like, it, it, you know what I mean? I like, just, are I, they that obvious different to you? Because I could see like, the, uh, no, the, I uh, mean, the, I say hands down Pleasure to Kill. But at the end of the day, if somebody doesn't agree with me and have that same ear, because like, I'm not I, I, reason like, I, you know? The reason why I say that is because it's kind of like what I've said. I've noticed even with myself and then talking about, amongst other people and just realizing the bias is that most of the stuff that I like most out of just bands I like is usually the shit I heard first. So yeah, if you were yeah. there at the time and you heard Endless Pain first, I, I, I get it then. You know what I mean? That makes logical sense. You were physically there. Well, that's what I'm up. saying. I don't understand. The, I, I I think I still could side with the 15 year old that would say, fuck you. Endless Pain's way better. Like, it doesn't heard, matter again, if, if he heard, heard that first. Or, if, okay. If he heard it first, yeah. <laughs> Only if he heard it first, though? Heard, I mean, because what's so, what's so bad of quality about it, though? No, like, there's that, not the bad other quality. Than the boring. Think, yeah, I just think that the. Um, the songs stand out way more on a Pleasure to Kill. But I, honestly, okay. I think most people think that, too. I think the band I don't know the if same. they do. It seems like there's an at least elitist Put attitude. Put it to you this way. Like, I'm, Tormentor, dude? Like, why does everybody cover that then if they all thought? Like, there's I don't know, far I've more covers of that, Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, Riot of Violence or something is a much better song. You know? Which, uh, Napalm Death covered that, right? Riot of Violence? Or was that uh, Malevolent Creation? Um, I don't think I've ever heard anybody. No, I somebody has covered that. Uh, I can't think of who did cover that, though. Yeah, um. Well, either way, I'm sure somebody covered "Ripping Corpse" as well. In fact, I know somebody did. I can't think of who it is, too. Well, either way, that doesn't matter because we want to know what you think, though. What is it? An endless pain or pleasure to kill? Are you a 15 year old that's saying "fuck An you"? It's endless pain. Angel and Corpse covered uh, "Pleasure to Kill," so they're thinking it. Hel Helm Camp, yeah. he's, he's got to be thinking "Pleasure to Kill" is better. He didn't cover no Tormentor. All right, good, good. He, good. he, he likes the he likes the pleasure he likes, to kill. He likes the, he, yeah, well. Camp. Yeah, he's a cool dude. He's kind of not what you'd expect either. I kind of just thought he was going to be this. Not what I expected. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, he's no. Like he's super militant, fucking insane. Well, he looks like that. Maybe that's his. Maybe that's his beliefs or whatever. But he does. When you're talking to me, he didn't come across that way to me at all. Oh yeah. I talked to him at Head Bash for about a half hour. Small guy like me, short, real short. He's about my height, I think. Oh really? Yeah, I think so. I got my picture with them. Man, you guys really know how to derail uh, getting into the next section. This has been Album Wars. Pete Helmkamp, apparently, if you want him on the show. Hey, you know, when you speak of Pete Hamkamp, that's one guy, and he definitely wasn't doing a one-man band, as this next subject is. Because uh, Mark Riddick was uh, on the show recently, or not on the show, on the channel, Into the Darkness, he was uh, on the show of, and he did an interview, and if you might remember, though... He was on Hellcast a while back. Long while back. And he did this art piece exclusively. Oh, is that what he did exclusively for Hellcast? Okay. Yeah. I just always saw it and I just... I, I just... You didn't know. Dude, I've seen so much Riddick art. I and he gets like... You know what I mean? He's done so much shit that... Uh, yeah. Damn fucking microphone falling out. Yeah. You're fucking it all up. Yeah. But so... Uh, so he was on the show and, you know, we were talking about his band, Fetid Zombie, Feeded Zombie, however you like to How pronounce it. How does he say it? it? Feeded. He, says um, it, he calls it feeded? Yeah. Oh, I've been saying it wrong this whole fucking time. Or not like Mark. And uh, <laughs> so uh, he does that all by himself. And he's his own one-man band. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had an interesting conversation in an interview I did recently, and it was just kind of brought up. That's why I made note of it, about kind of one-man bands. And uh, the tone that at least came into my mind from that conversation is like, in a way, when it comes to maybe black metal and stuff, much like when you hear... Uh, 
you know, people loving bands from the 70s and, and, and 80s and really of a time when there was like not overdubs and all this production happened and bands would just essentially record themselves live. Not live, literally, but, you know, live in the studio, live jamming. Uh-huh. Um, that that dynamic was kind of what you hear and that's why people like that. It's more organic and stuff. Where then in this conversation, it kind of seems to suggest in perhaps there is also a dynamic as a one-man band that's just in there unsaid because it was the execution of how you have done it. And I would think in a way that like when it comes to a lot of the black metal stuff, that might be the reason why that that's such a working mold for black metal. Because it's maybe the dynamic about the people that are involved that, that, that might set that tone and maybe work best for black metal because it's more of a isolated one it's one person just kind of set with his own goals set with his own mind what, set with what, his own opinion what black metal bands you refer to when you say one man bands because i can't think of too many successful ones well i don't know about successful but i think like it's just obviously a, a mold that people have grasped and sought out to do like how many one man thrash metal bands does then nobody f- sits there and highlights Tosh the Holocaust? fact they don't sit there and highlight the fact that by the time he hits the stage, he's hiring musicians. Black well, metal stick. You, you have to hire musicians if you're going to hit the stage. But not all the time. Black metal embraces it more and says, "Fuck the stage." The We're only not band going I've there. ever seen get on stage as a one-man band was uh, Viral Load. <laughs> Never mind all that though. Like Dark Throne won't play shows. You know, Burzum won't play shows. Like. There's this more don't play shows aesthetic that comes in the then one man band scenarios that is highly embraced. Well, like you don't two man band. I'm just saying though that, that you just said, well, who doesn't play shows? Blah blah blah. Like there's bands that won't play shows that it will be more of a black metal essence that to be like I don't want to play a show. I, we're one Mac black metal. You never fucking see one man power metal band, one man heavy metal band. You've never fucking see it. Right, Have you right, ever right. seen it? No. All right. <laughs> so I never said, I so, never well, no, but you're combating the wrong points. That the point. No, because the, the only reason black metal is though is because I've said it, and people, the guys that become more adults, gonna kind of roll their eyes at it and stuff like that. Is uh, it's it's a it's more of a lifestyle than it is a, uh, than it is a, uh, about music. Thrash is about pure just fist banging mania. And I mean the the uh, like a band like Void Meditation Call. We know the guy. He doesn't really give a shit about music. It's more so about his spiritual beliefs. Exactly. So, so he's kind of hard to get someone else in there when he's just doing basically, in a sense, exactly. like he'd say, a ritual. Exactly. That's what so. I'm saying. Like, it's easier. That's why I think the one-man aesthetic is then now a sound, though, much like the full band in the studio thing. Where, hell, overdub, overly produced. That's a sound when you think about it. We all know what that characteristic sounds like. So I'm just saying, like, has anybody ever stopped to even kind of point out the fact? I mean, they do it all the time, obviously, with one man this and highlight the fact. But I never, I never personally actually sat down and thought, huh, like that might be a characteristic that makes that sound that works, obviously, highly for black metal. But interestingly enough, if there is no thrash metal band, granted there are, one-man thrash metal bands, if that is truly like a, a, a style that seeps in there and gives it something, that'd be interesting to hear. Yeah, I mean, the only one I can think of is, like I said, Tox Call Cost. And matter of fact, I can't think of too many one-man bands that I even just like. I mean, I like Tox Call Cost. I like the uh, first two Viral Load albums. That's about it. But in a way, I think it's more uh, not so much just the one-man doing everything uh, that I'm describing, that there's then just other characteristics of one guy running the show. Like, it's, like, in tuned, it comes to mind. Like, the more that I'm finding out about it, at least the early years, it was all, they, everybody well, like looks at Nikkei. Yeah, and that's the reason, I, actually, the reason why Joel even said that, why he does it, and it's like what you're talking about, what? you're giving corporate death over there all the time. And dude, everybody's a fucking knob. Everybody's unreliable. Oh. <laughs> I mean, they saw, that's why we say about corporate, I'm like, well, I'll go a little easy on the guy, man. He's just, he's fitting in with I, today's I, society. I'm not rat. I'm, I'm no, just saying. Joel, two years, man. Joel's, Sorry. Uh, Joel's uh, reason, I, mean, I don't think he called him knobs, but that's what he was thinking. It's just everybody's unreliable. Because he's had, when he, when he started the band, he had members. That's why he's like, fuck it, I'll just do it myself. Everybody sucks. Can't rely on them. But do you think that there's something that you hear in the music then from a one-man band that you could... Like, can you put your finger on the, the thing that I said when there's a band plays it all live and there's lack of overdubs? Like, do you feel that difference? Not me, no. I'm sure there's guys that do, and especially especially the artsy-fartsy black metal guys. Uh, I think... I, so is that uh, is that band uh, Vargrop one man? I mean, there's only one guy in the fucking photo, which he looks really fucking cool, too. I'll give him that. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, he looks awesome. I mean, um, Probably, though. I'm assuming it's a one-man band. Um... But uh, you know that's that's pretty good, um, and you could tell he's got a whole 
thing that he wants it to. I'm sure he's, you know, lives in a cave. He's probably living a similar lifestyle like Lord Worm. You know what I mean? Yeah. To where it doesn't go out, fuck everybody, and kind of can't blame him. Um, that type of stuff. So he's probably very passionate and serious about his uh, stuff. I'm pretty sure he's one. It's a one man band. Like I said, there's only one guy in the fucking photo, so I'm assuming it is. All right. Well, you know, and uh, but so I mean, but yeah, it's got a it's got a kind of a uh, a feel to it. But I don't. But again, I don't know if that's just because it's the black metal thing and that's what he's going for. So I don't know. It's hard to say. Because I, there's some. I've definitely heard some other one black black metal bands where like. There's one, I forget who it was, too, and, like, dude, you look it up, and they had, like, 30 cassette releases, right? We've had it before. You even saw this joke. Complete, utter yeah. ass. And I've never even heard of them. I'm like, you guys are a bunch of fucking nobody. No wonder why you have one, man. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you're, just, you're, just, you're, you're putting out six cassettes of, you know what I mean, nobody, you know what I mean, six copies. Well, that's just nobody cares. Yeah, like, that's a different topic, though. And, and it was just complete garbage. I mean, Vlad Tepes was, what, two guys, I think? Well, so that, <laughs> well, that, I was, that's where I was going to go with it, then. Uh, we we need to now establish where it's just like you know two man black metal van or two man thrash metal. Well, there's just a like, band that sells for I don't know if well, it's. Um, I just listened to it the other day. It was it was it was it was okay. Well, because they do that it's too a, though, like three piece. So the only one that hasn't no, been highlighted. Sometimes you, nobody ever says yeah, two two. Yeah, that's you know, why sometimes, sometimes you don't I mean, know. I guess duo is. But out I mean, another single possible black metal band is that band Holder with a U H U L D R. Yeah, yeah. I just listened to it the other day. It's, it, it was okay. Uh, but there's only one guy on the fucking cover, so if anybody's like, it's four guys, stupid fucking poser. Well, well, there's one guy on the fucking cover, so I just assumed it was a one-man fucking band. I never so even I heard of know. the band, so I don't think anybody... They're an Iron Bonehead. Oh, it's some... Well, it's, they, I, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. It, I, it, I've heard of them, but I, yeah. I'm not... No, I just... And I don't think anybody's going to be that. Yeah, it was, it's, it was moving pretty well, and the cover the cover kind of looked like Dark Medieval Times, Black Metal stuff. I was like, oh, this could be cool. I was like, uh, I want to say I heard... Yeah, that's him. Yep. And I was like, yeah. I was like, so he's the only one guy in the photo. And say, right? one, yeah, yeah. But, so um, I'm assuming it's a one band. So like, if anyone comes to attack, and that's not one. But have uh, you ever, I, I don't know. There's one guy. And I, don't, I just assume. Why the fuck? But then again, first release we ever did, Spawn of Satan, <laughs> just Jim Satanic. Because I remember that's was, different. Uh, though. Well, no, because I, I forget who it was. I think it was um, the Poochie or something. Ripping on like only guy in the fo- no, it was Woody. Only guy in the fucking photo. Yeah. <laughs> when he goes, well, oh, that's and why? If it was, if he was doing black metal, he probably wouldn't have ragged on him. You know, I was. I, I thought it was cool. I mean, I, no, just, I, I guess it, I think much of it. But yeah, yeah. But that seems to be the the way it goes when it's not black metal. Is like it, it, it's either like a, just a highlighted member. Yeah, or something. black metal is in its, its league of its own. You know, I think it's so. Got its own. It just with a lot but of it's things. So, but the, in in ways though, like kind of thrash, uh, I think follows maybe like punk in the sense that you would point out a three piece thrash metal band. Like yeah. I've seen that. You know, the trio. Yeah, 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 yeah. But of there's never. I mean, maybe it's been done, but there's never a highlight of the two metal band, two two man band, or the duo, either uh, one, yeah, one, three, or just the band. Yeah, then the only two metal, like, two member um, death metal band that I could think of is uh, Mortician. Yeah, you know I mean? well, there's plenty of examples. In fact, there's plenty of there. I would say there's more duos than there are single people. Yeah, but yeah there's yeah, sure never. Probably. The only, I guess, what I'm the point of this conversation coming to a halt is like the only numbers that are ever emphasized in metal are one and three. Sometimes a quartet, yeah. I then know you got you'll, the, you'll then you got the bands too, like and uh, some sometimes good bands too. There's like seven fucking members. Like this is a bit fucking unnecessary. Yeah, but you would never see the whatever the more uh, technical term of seven would be the, the you know seven member band. So the I don't even know the you know but. Quartet, like you see quartet and stuff described, but nothing. Mm-hmm. What would that be? A sectech or a, I don't, I don't know. know what the fuck that would be. Seventh, yeah. but there. So, but yeah, the, I mean, what is that? Demu Burger, that's seven people. Uh, no. I, well, those are the more obvious ones because I got a keyboard player. Yeah, and I, I don't think they do have seven guys. Uh, but I mean, I, I know I mean, I, there's. I've definitely seen ones where I'm like, huh, like it's just kind of like a just a regular death metal band, right? And it's maybe not seven, but five or six for sure. And I'm like, this seems like why do you need that many guys? It seems excessive. Well, these guys weren't obvious with their keyboard player. This is Records on the Wrong Speed, and talk about uh, solo guys. This guy's name kept coming up in the conversation, and I figured it was a band, but it makes sense that Slasher Dave and Acid Witch, maybe I guess the ball seems to fall more in his court uh, when it comes to writing and the guy, but not so much one man. But he definitely had a contributing factor, and he does do the uh, keys on this stuff. And he was recently on Into the Darkness, so... That's why we're going to be doing here. Records on the wrong speed. Did he call it the witch? He did call it the witch. And he even described the witch character here um, and how she's the mascot and how she's... Yeah, I mean, like, like it really cool... It kind of makes sense and kind of cool, you know? Yeah, it was a really... It was a fun conversation. Um, Did you agree, producer? You were there. (laughs) 
And here it is on the wrong speed. Is the receiver even turned down? Oh, it's on. It's on. Blast his head off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get the fucking cans but ready. But dude, it might fucking rage. Oh, I'll be able to rage intros. years from now. Yeah, it's got the intro. Yeah. Here, let's put, put like, I want to hear the music, so. Yeah, well, that, that's the idea. Oh. It's going to take a look. Oh, it's not. Vocals are really weird. Alvin. This is Alvin's Haunted Christmas, or uh, Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that uh, <laughs> that was definitely Alvin's. Uh, I mean, because it's already a Halloween. unique sound and record. Yeah, I mean, vocally everything. So you know, putting on a fucking. Well, that's why we had to definitely slow that one down and see, because that could have been more the normal voice that they were going for too. Was you know. Hell, that that because yeah. After talking to Dave too, that could have been sprinkled in the thing. Yeah, like, all dude, three, let's throw uh, some album, the Haunted Halloween and, in there. Yeah, and all three other full lengths do sound different. And there is a Chipmunks Halloween special. Chipmunks Halloween special. What do you mean? Yeah, from back in the day. Oh yeah, you I don't know, album I mean, and I the Chipmunks. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 mean, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, he yeah. turns into turns into a werewolf. His other his, band, horrific, which nobody seems to know about. I guess kind well, of. Well, and it's one man. Yeah, it's Slasher. Yeah. With Slash. uh, yeah, with some of the helps of some other folks that we knew or know, but uh, but yeah, one man, yeah, yeah, that is, yeah, yeah, it's one threat, one man thrash metal. Got that should have been the hype, yeah, yeah. should have been the hype stick. There's no fucking hype stick about the yeah. one man thrash. Yeah, yeah, maybe there is. Oh, yeah. Here, let's get it more. That that song isn't all instrumental, is it? No. Yeah, it is. I think. It, very good morning. These one, I picked the wrong side. Here we go. This doesn't sound that much different. It's way faster. Yeah, I know, but it's just like I can tell it's still there. Yeah, when Razorback first originally did this CD, I I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was great. I mean, it's not too much chipmunks. No, but no, it's, no. It's, well, because he does just like a lot of lows. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you could kind of tell that something's off there. So there won't be the uh, horrific uh, two-disc set where you get the wrong speed version. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so now how do you think Last Days of Humanity is going to be? Uh, Ooh, that, we probably can't know. show it's that. Already, to, it's already, we probably yeah. can't show that to YouTube. Pussies might get hurt. So put it on the B <laughs> side though, because the first one is kind of like a uh, bit of an intro. Yeah, that's some. Silence your cell phones. Is that my goddamn phone? I don't know. Who the fuck's calling me? I don't think the producer would have been because he put the memo on the door. He was very adamant about silencing your cell yeah, phones nobody. for this episode. And Dude, I told you nobody was going to listen. I listened, but yeah. Oh, man, I forgot to do it. Eat a dick. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, we caught it on camera, too. Fuck. Eat a dick. All right, here we go. This sounds weird. Sounds good even at 45, right? What's going on, Ed? Oh. Maybe actually someone I might know. <laughs> so put on regular. <laughs> yeah, I just did. That, that was that regular? <laughs> so there you go. Records on the wrong speed. Links in the description. Yeah, last days that's some pretty crazy stuff, huh? Uh, especially when it was uh, like that. I mean, other than just look at that slick ass fucking vinyl on that turntable. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how did like did you plan for that one? I did. That was that, that's all me, dude. Yeah. Look at that. What were uh, your What was your thought process? Thought process was splatter vinyl, gatefold fucking cover. And I said you can't puss out either. You gotta have that sick ass fucking artwork on a po. God damn it, can't get it out. Uh, gotta have it on a poster. That way you put it on your wall. That way when your aunties and uncles come over, they know they're not welcome in the fucking room. Yeah. <laughs> it just says no Christians allowed. It does. So for the, I think so. I mean, if you got a guy's fucking head bashed the fuck open, <laughs> you know, guys having a pretty bad day there. <laughs> you know, and that back's really cool too. You know, did you have any plans to the horrific when it came out? Uh, I had play in just putting it out. It was my idea to put it out. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Now, did you know that Slasher admittedly took off the intro just so the reissue was different? Oh, I noticed. Uh, I didn't like that. I, I said, where's the fucking funny as hell intro? And he said to switch it up. That way you got to have the OG. You know, um... What do you think of that, though? Do you think that... Yeah, I agree that's an extent, but what I would have done then is I would have put like some type of bonus track on the LP, and he has an unreleased song, too. So he yeah. should have included that on the LP... And then the uh, on the CD, the intro. That way, both. Yeah, he said he couldn't find him. I did when ask he about. He find him. He doesn't got a fucking recording. I don't. He couldn't find the bonus track. Dude, that sounds like a sadistic intent. Fucking excuse. Oh yeah, they got excuses. <laughs> they got them. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, that was my idea to put out. Was the uh... actually? I'd be curious. So that's what I would ask. Did you ask uh, Slasher if he's gonna do any other horrific material? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was one and done. He said. Uh, yeah, I. It didn't seem. Yeah, it didn't seem like he was too enthusiastic. Kind of. Well, well, he's just more invested in and his the Slasher Dave stuff and the witch. He, said he wants to do a different. He's got a new project. He's doing different. Yeah. Way. Seems like he's always doing. He's, he's got quite a few of them now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's doing a lot of the movie stuff now yeah. too, like the soundtrack sound and stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's all really cool. Um, then that's a great conversation. So a lot of people have been asking actually for that conversation to happen. And uh, with the witch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, okay. like even through Hellcast, just like you know, because obviously the Hellcast used to have a bunch of interviews and stuff on here. But like when it came like more and more heavily with our dynamic, it's just kind of like where we're we gonna put interviews in here. Especially, it's like how do you talk to Slasher Dave for less than an hour? Yeah. So uh, it's, then that's where it's like now that we have that answer, made it happen. But then you know we can incorporate like as we just did and play records on the wrong speed because he was recently on here. And then you can find out cool shit like what J Dog just said. You know, he wanted that intro on there. Because yeah, somebody I might have been like, dude, fucking J-Dog opted for this finally to come out like, when it doesn't have the goddamn intro. I thought that, was the, but I thought, uh, what <laughs> my thought was, I thought it was probably cut because otherwise I was going to push it to a double LP. Oh. Um, that was my thought process because I got it. I'm like, fuck, I ain't got the intro. Because yeah. it's like the intro is like silly as hell. Yeah, yeah. He's stuck in the 80s. Yeah. And shit, like. <laughs> but it's like a long intro, too. Yeah. It yeah. like keeps going. Just when you think it's going to be over, like, goddamn, this guy's still talking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but so yeah, that's that, that's been all cool stuff though. Uh, so oh, it, I have a question for Jay. Uh oh, on Scrammer. Since we have like a minute left, let's do it. Still the last minute. Mortal Six. Throne versus Upon the Throne. Huh? Incantation album war. Yeah. Album wars is over. You guys talk through it. Well, no, <laughs> no, I'm just. Go for it. Go You're for talking it. Talking so Mortal Throne and Nazarene, as opposed to Upon the Throne of Apocalypse, which is just reversed. Yeah, well, a different recording. Yeah, we uh, found out some anecdote I, about uh, that too. Uh, from I've always liked Kyle. I always liked uh, Upon the Throne of Apocalypse. Uh, no, I mean Mortal Throne of Nazarene more. I always liked it more for a, uh, a couple reasons. One, probably because again, like I always said, I heard it first. And secondly, the the worst song on that fucking album, in my opinion, is the last song. Kind of, it's like fucking twelve minutes long. It kind of drags out. So now it's the first song on the album. So you put it on first, you're like man, I'm kind of fucking bored. Yeah. 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 So yeah, um, uh, Mortal Throne of Nazarene and uh, is definitely my favorite. Yeah. I like some of the recordings on the font. Technically, I think there is a, uh, is there a third recording? Because what is that? Uh, it came out on LP a few years ago. It's called, uh, it's called an Holy Blasphemies. Um, black and white art, Moyen, oh, blue I logo. Think I, have, I think I have that. I think that's another recording of that, of that, uh, of that uh, album. I could be wrong, but it's, it's, I know it's got some of the same songs and shit. Um, yeah, I could be wrong, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's even a third one. But that's exactly what's called in Holy Blasphemies. I think so. I think you're right. But yeah, blue logo, Moyan art, white, black and white Moyan art. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I definitely prefer Mortal Throne of Nazarene. But uh, like I said, my favorite Incan album overall, though, is uh, Onward to Golgotha. That is my favorite one. That's so. a good one. Sure is. I think that's one of the fucking heaviest records ever recorded. Yeah. It's very different. While you do that, I'm going to start getting going here. Turn down? Yeah. Well, we got really have to get going. Got to get out of this studio, getting kicked out, because that's it, man. This is the last episode here of Hellcast. Going to be in the studio. Got the guy here and everything broken down. Got to get the posters off the wall. This goddamn head was right next to me. Yeah, got to tear this shit down. Our, our mascot's being kicked out. We're being kicked out. So yeah. this is it. This is the finale. Hopefully it was a great episode. Hopefully it caught you up. Hopefully it did all that stuff. And, you know, I started to think, you know, what the fuck am I going to do with that? Remember when Kanye would handed these out? That was hilarious, man. Dude, but producer, you got it. Uh, you know how Kanye would always hand out shit. Yeah. Well, like he had extra Nunslaughter records that basically Flats. were flat, just like, like this. They weren't folded down. That you're like you're at a show. You're like, hey, you just man, hand them out like a flyer. Yeah. So you had all these people walking around with them. Like, what the fuck? It's just huge. I could come. 
So yeah. The average person's so, not gonna want that. Yeah. So there, so producer, I know what you, I, I saw your I saw your face light up there. You you knew where I was going with this. Yeah, yeah. We're breaking this shit down, okay? And uh, I mean, we might. How, I'm not setting this shit back up. I can't hold this. I can't fit in my puny ass fucking car. So we might a remind you, Faith Extractor comes with the poster. So get your copy. Can hang it on the wall too. Metal and mortar, good old lady beast doing that. But we've got stuff that's memorabilia. I never thought anybody would give a flying fuck about this show, so I certainly wouldn't think, but I'm gonna ask you anyway. Do you give a flying fuck? Maybe you want this shit. Maybe we can have a raffle. Because we need to get new microphones. Mine's got tape you're the on guy. Them. I remember that? See that? You hear that? It's cracking. If you're the guy, yes, if you're that guy that's been bringing that up on the internet, like, you guys need to get pop screens and stuff and new microphones. Look, we just need new microphones and stuff. I know what to do. I just haven't done it because you get a fucking pop screen that's going to cover your whole damn face. We just need a budget. So if we break all this shit down like we're getting things, now we got to put that towards rent. We need to get new microphones. New so, microphones expensive? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look about 500 a pop to Yikes. get everything. Well, to get the whole kit and caboodle. Ooh, that way we're not good Good radio ones that yeah, don't yeah. cover your whole fucking face. Shit, that won't Joe, pop and Joe shit. Rogan over so here. we need, yeah, ex- we ain't Joe Rogan. So, dude, like, I'm thinking that would be cool. A raffle. Then you get the Hellcast wall, the old wall. Someone's like, I got my eyes on that Exum flat. Dude. Wall? I don't know, or part of the wall. What <laughs> should we, we do? Choose, we can choose like three from the wall or something. There you go. So stay tuned. Um, but yeah, let us know because you don't want the popping. That's, that's very annoying. You don't want to be that guy. So yeah, we'll figure out something. But we gotta get back to work, and you need to do the subscribe, the share, the comment, and all that shit. Because then we'll talk to you next time.